friends. Hello. September 18th, 2022. Virtual Strangers 166. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, we're back, brother. I know. I felt like a long last I was weird. I was getting ready for the show, and I thought, man, I feel like I've been gone for weeks, but it's only been one week gone as far as this show goes, but uh, a lot of stuff in between, right? Man, a lot of stuff, uh, to say the least. It's a PSVR 2 party, man, day after day. Uh, it really does seem like maybe the dam has finally broken on all the PSVR 2 news, and the silence might just be over. I hope so, because uh, I was just telling you, man, if we don't start hearing something soon, man, it's going to be delayed uh or something i don't know but we're still i mean we're still six months out i mean so obviously it's going to continue to build as time goes on but it finally feels like we're starting to get into that window right like it's just around the corner and um i mean obviously the 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 news and, and the conversation hasn't been unanimously positive over the last week or so but i i feel like the vast majority of it uh has been um you know uh positive that the people have now got their hands on the product and uh we're we're finally starting to get some validation that what we thought this thing was going to be it actually is going to be yeah and that's the good news and the bad news for some people like wolvie and other people radio run um they haven't seen the games yet and like i i said in the discord because they were at, saying that they uh, they didn't sell them on on with the games, and for they didn't either for me. I mean, even though I know they're coming, but the hardware one hundred percent sold me everything about the hardware. I was like, oh my god, it it solidified needing to have this headset. It's going to be the best headset, and we know the best games are going to be on there as well, uh, whether we've heard them or not. Uh, so, but roots, there's a wire, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. The wire, screw I'm the out. wire. And you know, this is the bad thing is that wire could never, they could never make an adapter for it. It's, it's wired forever, you know? We've never we're, seen examples. Well, here's the thing. You know, we, we joke uh, about all of this uh, hysteria regarding the wire, especially in the early days when it had first been announced that this was not going to be a wireless headset. But if you think about it, seriously um the rules are a little different here this is console vr and and while people will be quick to point out that if you're talking about console vr we're talking about vr that's limited to your living room anyway um when you're talking about console vr we often also have to consider that future proofing is much more of an issue because when you're talking about pc vr or standalone you're talking about a two-year turnaround time you're talking about a three-year turnaround time uh, when you're talking about console VR typically you're talking about six or seven years so while that wire might not be a problem this year or next year I mean five years from now it might be a thing right yeah absolutely I agree it might be a thing and you know it's funny I'm just reading the uh, the comments Chris 9989 says the wire might not bother VR enthusiasts but PSVR 2 is trying to get mass adoption and people new to VR will care I feel like possible I feel like it's that that statement's upside down I feel like 
most people coming into VR, they don't know what to expect. They're not going to care about the wire. I mean, the wire or the not the wire, it's the experience, the immersion that's going to blow people away. The VR enthusiasts, at least the ones that haven't had the wire, they're used to not having a wire. So they're going to, it's is going to be an adaptation to go back to, but I don't think it's going to be as big of a problem either way. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that. And it's actually a good point that the, the, the people that are really going to be bothered by that singular wire. And by the way, uh, uh, of all of the hands-on impressions we got last week, it was about, I mean, it was pretty much unanimous. No, everyone said the wire wasn't an issue after about five minutes, you forget about it. Um, but people who have grown accustomed to doing most of their gaming on Oculus Quest, those people, the enthusiasts that uh, that have gotten used to not having that wire, those are the ones that really uh, are complaining about it right now, having not tried it, you know, admittedly. Uh, but when you look at what the industry's doing, uh, we had a story come out just this past week that uh, the Valve Index Wireless Adapter, a product uh nofio which we kind of thought might be too little too late um they've sold out they're on kickstarter the kickstarter has already sold out two weeks before the end of its deadline uh so apparently um this wireless vr this idea is something that um even the enthusiasts really um seem to want right now let's be honest nobody wants a wire i mean i'm not saying man, we got to have this wire. It's amazing. But we want the fidelity. We want everything the wire comes with. What I didn't want is what Quest 2's wireless offers. I didn't want that for PlayStation VR 2. Now, if the index can do what it's obviously can do, what it's doing, which is so hot, it's like the end of the cycle, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 if I had an index, I'd be getting this too. But man, you know, like we're almost moving on. This is a weird thing to get at the end of it. But uh, why couldn't PlayStation VR 2 do the same thing a year after with a dongle or some something? You know, everybody acts like this is solidified. This wire's there forever. The wire comes off. And um, I, I almost bet, like you said, Sony's going to future-proof it. They're going to have a wireless solution. It may not be there on launch, but you may have to pay for it. Uh, but I think it's going to well, be there. I mean Certainly, if Valve Index can do it three years into its lifespan or four or whatever it's been, I think three years it's been around, uh, Sony could certainly come up with a solution, too. We see Meta, you, you mentioned Quest 2 and all the jank that comes with that, the latency, the uh, compression, which, which isn't bad when it works, uh, but when it doesn't work, it's a pain in the ass. And friction always sucks, right? Getting into VR is bad enough to have extra steps on top of that and then have jank where it doesn't want to work that's a problem and that's not lost on meta as uh you know stories have surfaced over the last week about an official air link dongle that's coming out from d-link uh this story um coming out this past past week from our friend uh brad and um yeah i mean meta right the people who supposedly don't care about pcvr uh, releasing an official AirLink dongle to kind of streamline things and uh, up the quality of uh, life for those people who want wireless PC VR. So obviously this is something people care about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of people out there are saying this is old news. Man, we've had AirLink for a while. Well, 
not everybody knows how to not everybody has a router that can run it that's the biggest thing right there this dongle is gonna i'm assuming gonna take care of that or at least give you the fidelity or better fidelity maybe the what compression wise well it's good it's going to bypass the router is what it's going to do it's going to allow your uh, quest to cre- connect directly to your computer uh, which even even if you have an awesome router um, if you're someone like me who shares an internet connection and a router with the rest of your house i mean this this thing could be a godsend i mean that that's not even to consider the fact that i can't use airlink i have to use virtual desktop airlink won't connect for me for whatever reason uh it would be nice uh and, and i don't know how much this thing is going to cost if it's going to be affordable or not but if it is affordable i might consider getting one of these things just so uh uh on the rare occasion that that i do need a, a wireless connection to my pc i can have it seamlessly um let me ask you this roots so we're seeing this um, obvious focus now, late in this life cycle of Gen 1 VR, this move toward wireless uh, solutions from Valve, uh, which I guess that's not directly from Valve, but it's for a Valve product, from Meta more, more notably. And, and I will point out, by the way, that uh, in this report that Brad put out this last week, uh, he also mentioned another technology oculus has been working on uh which is cloud-based you know cloud-based pc um it's an obvious refocusing on pc from meta do we think you know we've been kind of selling psvr2 as this return to high fidelity vr do you think this refocusing uh, on pc by meta and others could um be just that an alternative to PSVR, could you think we could see some uh, over the next few years some new Oculus-funded PC exclusives based on the cloud uh, technology, based on the wireless technology, uh, based on consumer demand? Do you think this is a possibility? Yeah, well, I mean, they've proven they can change directions before, um, so I don't see why they can't uh, do it again. I don't know if they just just dropped it all that shit and everybody's lap and step back and then you know what i mean so i don't know i, I it's weird that we're still waiting for all the other funded stuff that, that the last bit of it right like uh i'm still i was just saying this in my stream the other night we all act like assassin's creed is coming splinter cell got canceled and everybody still says well that's not assassin's creed well it's the same fucking people and like if you don't have faith in in the everything as a whole for one game why would you i don't know i just i feel like maybe that game i I, i'm kind of in the middle so i don't know i'm confused it's weird it's a weird time yeah yeah well i mean i I think we know at the at this point that if that splinter cell game comes it's going to be a a quest game um but logical deduction tells me that meta isn't doing an official airlink dongle and cloud-based PC just so that people can play Asgard's Wrath or, uh, you know, use it for Steam VR. You got to think if they're investing in these technologies that it's because they want to get back to high-fidelity gaming. And and let's be honest, I mean, if they're going to compete in the gaming sector, this is what they're going to have to do. Sony's going to kind of force their hand here, I feel like. Yeah, well, and eventually if everything's moving to cloud gaming, it it would make sense that 
that's what would be happening. I mean, and it could be just be as simple as them realizing that a good uh, portion of the people that own Quest 2, when they get it, they want to try PC VR. And so they want to make that experience seamless, right? So like when you do hook it up to your PC VR, you're not saying, oh, what the fuck? Why can't I do wireless PC VR? It says I can. You're not, somebody else was saying that uh, Airlink hated them as well. And there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, you're very tech savvy. And I'm sure if you can, it should work. It just doesn't for you, right? To be honest, if the if the wire really bothered me all that bad, I would probably have troubleshoot, you know, done all the troubleshooting and, and got it to work by now. The fact of the matter is, is that I have wireless VR uh, through virtual desktop, and I don't ever use it. I go for my G2 every time because fidelity over uh, uh, over the wireless, uh, ten times out of ten for me. So you're a perfect example why the wire's not going to matter for PlayStation VR 2. When they get in there and they see everything that we saw in those videos, specifically the Eurogamer one, and he's talking about how clear and crisp and everything looks so amazing. And then people are like, wow, I can't believe this is like, oh my God, I, something swooped over my head. I felt the, the vibrations and all this shit, the haptics of the guns. And then they stop and they say, but this fucking wire, and they take it off and they walk away and they just put it in the the closet and never touch our psvr2 again say next in the chat says uh, i think meta realized the proper metaverse needs pc power uh i think that uh meta realized that people are going to laugh at them if they have cartoony avatars with no legs that's what i think and i think they need a pc to pull off what they really want to do which is lifelike avatars that uh have you know realistic facial expressions and eye contact uh, all the stuff that they want to build, it, it's hard to get uh, today from a mobile chipset. Now, obviously, that's going to change really quickly uh, over the next few years. Um, and as the market changes, I think uh, not only is Meta going to change with it, but I think Sony will, too. You, you said it. Uh, you know, we could get a dongle. We could get a new headset three years from now. Uh, just because it took them seven years to give us a new PSVR 2, don't mean we won't get a pro model in just a few years that allows us that wireless connection that uh, some of us seem to want. Yeah, yeah. I just my I just think it's coming. It'll probably be sooner than we know. I just don't. Who knows? Anyway, we've got plenty more PlayStation VR two to talk about today, uh, and then some. Plenty more PC VR to talk about today as well. But where are our manners, Roots? We need to say hello to our <laughs> friends in chat. Uh, Frank is here. But Frank, what's up? Brother Scion's even in the house. Uh, you know we're talking PCVR. Scion's going to show up, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He wants the fidelity. He wants it now. And uh, I don't know. How crazy would it be if somehow, some way, PlayStation VR 2 was allowed to be, connect to the PC? Then everybody would change their tune. You feel like it's going to happen, right? You feel like, you know, whether it be um, modded in, or whether it be official, you know, uh, more and more, as we're going to talk about in a few minutes, Sony is publishing games on PC. So they may have designs on having a, a, a PC VR component added to their ecosystem sometime down the road. Now, let me be clear. I don't think that's coming next year. Maybe not even in the year after that. But I think long term, Sony is clearly focusing on growing their presence on other platforms pc included yeah absolutely 
Uh, Dark Angel is here, as is Berber Cat. Hello, friends. Rob Perry's in the house. Old Darth uh, says that some people are upset about no integrated headphones, too. You know, yeah, you know, I get it. Um, you know, Quest 2 has pretty decent audio, and my G2 has great audio, as does the Valve Index. Um, it would have been nice, right? But you know what? I'd rather use my old headphones as pay a hundred more dollars for the headset. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to finally use my, for the PlayStation VR, the um, Pulse 3D ones that I've owned and not really ever used much. Uh, I think I'll and, actually be able to have a case point use for it. Yeah, and they and they did, um, we did learn over this past week that, that they are compatible. You will be able to use those headphones with your PSVR too. We saw footage of people putting them on. So uh, I don't know how comfortable it'll be, but uh, people uh, seem to uh, say that it works pretty well. I'll tell you, wow. I, I don't know if you can use them or not, but I can't. I could use, I got some um, Galaxy Bud earbuds, and uh, I'm going to use them from when I do PC VR, right? They just like me, slide let in. Let me show you something. Let me show you something that's really cool. Okay. These things are designed, they're shaped like a, like a little, um, a little bean, right? And so it just goes right in your ear. And then, uh, so I've been using it for PC VR. I don't know if I'll be able to use it for Quest 2 or not. I don't know how I would use that or how you'd hook up to PC, PS VR, but super cool. Everybody wanted to talk shit on my VR ears a year ago when I got them 18 months after I ordered them. But they're looking pretty good right now, man. I'm going to have that Valve Index style wireless speakers hanging over my ear. Nice. Uh, when PSVR comes out. So that's awesome. Um, the, this uh, purchase aging well. <laughs> Crazy. Um, well, they, they benefited you for it to take a little bit longer, right? Yeah, well, I, I use them still. I use them on my Gen 1 PSVR. I use them on my Rift S, is where they've been for the last uh, month or so. They've been on my Rift S. Um, Space Denison is here as his genetic blasphemy. Hello, friends. Spry guy in the house. Good to see you, friend. Looper's here. Techno Glitch is here. Uh, I think we already said hello to Hussein X. What's up, Tatum? Uh, Tatum says the Pulse headset is pretty decent for $99. Yeah, I was... I, I kind of wondered if I need to get those, you know. And I, I might actually uh, would already have them if it weren't for my VR ears. I think I'm going to see how those work out first. Mm. Um, but now, I mean, it's good to finally see that there's a use case for these more expensive yet available accessories, not only the Pulse 3D headset, but the HD camera uh, is going to be useful too if you're a streamer and you plan on using your PS5 to stream your games. Um, apparently, uh, you're going to need that HD camera. So Really? Okay. So yeah. You need all sorts of stuff, huh? Yeah, they, they're going to have a mixed reality component. uh, uh I don't know if it's like live style mixed reality, but you're going to be able to show yourself uh, in your footage, mm. your PSVR2 footage. Um, but you got to have that new camera, that HD camera to do it. When are they going to bring Twitch and uh, YouTube integration into these headsets so that we can actually like have a chat? Wouldn't that be amazing? That would make that streaming so much easier, right? It's kind of a big deal for me. And I got to feel like it's coming. I don't know when... Uh, but, but, you know, uh, I got to think that some update down the road not only is going to uh, integrate 
the uh, YouTube and Twitch chat, but uh, Discord as well. Yes, yeah, all of those things, they need to happen. They're like, like you said, quality of life, but for people that do use it every time, it's not quality of life. You kind of need it. Right. So. Right. It forces you. It forces you to stream through your 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 PC instead of your console, just for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I there's a lot of times I was even you know you thinking I ah, it'd be cool to to play a, a PlayStation VR game or even a Quest game, um, stream it, and then you think I I can't have chat, and that's such a there's ways to do it. Yeah, I can look at my phone. It's not the same as looking over in real time seeing somebody's comment and continuing what you're doing it's just not the same that's right that's right uh mepper's here hello mepper alex rose asks has anyone confirmed if the psvr2 cable is detachable replaceable i, I don't remember the source but i do remember that this has been said by multiple um sources we had two different places that confirmed this a few months back uh, now, I don't think it'll be easily detachable, but unlike the first PSVR, I do believe that if something happens to your cable, you're going to be able to get a replacement. Yeah. Uh, Artful is here. Uh, in Mike's video from Virtual Reality Oasis, he was wearing some over-the-ear or above-the-ear headphones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few different um, media members were using that Pulse 3D headset. I don't know if Mike that's the one he was using specifically but i do remember seeing it that technology um, right you have some head not every headphone can can let you hear all that stuff at least that's what it says when you're trying to hook up stuff that like yeah hear, hear that uh all those sources i think you i don't know if you have to have that pulse one but i don't think like average headsets maybe i'm wrong could be wrong if somebody could you know correct me i'm you're sure talking you're talking about typing. the uh you're talking about the the tempest audio yeah or tempest maybe 3D. not just tempest but in general the, the that type of 3d audio i know i've seen that warning when i've tried to use headsets before earphones before but maybe that's not the case oh, well with the uh with the gen 1 psvr there was specific requirements on on how you use your headphones because the 3d audio was being at least in some way generated by that breakout box hmm. Uh, now that that breakout box isn't an issue anymore, it's all built into the console, you can use wireless headphones or whatever you want. Okay. Now, well, with the Tempest Audio specifically, um, I, I remember during the early GDC talks uh, before PS5 came out that they were talking about how they want this to be something that can be used no matter what kind of speakers or headphones that you're using. Although you will have to configure your settings for whatever kind of uh, you know setup you're using, but let's be honest: if you're if you're playing VR, you don't want to use your your TV, right? You got to have some kind of something close to your ears to get the full effect. Yeah, yep, that would be weird. I think some people do it though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the uh, the guy from IGN, <laughs> for one, <laughs> douchebag. Um, time to play piece, PlayStation VR is here. It says my experience. Motion sickness is the big reason my friends don't want to play VR. Well, that's getting better all the time. And, and really, all that takes um, is a little bit of persistence, and most people can get over that. Uh, what, what it really is going to take for those friends to really put in the work to overcome their own limitations is going to take big AAA games 
that those people don't want to miss out on. Is they, they have to have some kind of incentive, you know, some big carrot on the end of the stick that makes them kind of uh, want to work through those limitations. And that that's what happened for so many people that I know already. Uh, but for, for those out there that are getting a lot of enjoyment from flat gaming, uh, it's going to take a little something more. And I think that that's what this generation is going to bring. Yeah, absolutely. And science says, I can't imagine playing VR with all the sounds coming from one direction. That would be very yeah. weird, right? That would be very bizarre. Yeah, I would think that, um, like, if you weren't using headphones, hypothetically, you could set up some kind of, like, expensive surround sound in your room that would work very well and would probably be really cool. Uh, but, I mean, when you're talking about a $1,000 setup, I'm not sure you could pull that through a console. That would probably have to be something that you do on uh on your pc but who knows you know not me yeah absolutely uh artful says returnal is all i want and we know it's coming yes we do and yes it is <laughs> uh let's see a psvr2 gaming hound dog says 110 degrees field of view yeah um who was it i was watching i was watching some someone who i consider to be a credible source uh, i was read the vr ben lang uh, said that the uh, the extra 10 degree bump in field of view is noticeable and it's nice. Yeah, my bad. Just having any of extra space is good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, Berber Cat. Hello, Rob Perry. Hello, Diz. Um, trying to see who I skipped over here. Thomas McNostral. What up? Traveling Man 3775 in the house as well. Chris 9989. I hope that Cambria comes with the DP wire. You know who loves the DP roots? My mom! Oh, yeah, she does. Wire or no wire, she doesn't care. Eric checking in from Baltimore. Good to see you, brother. Oh, by the way, guys, I want to thank everyone who tuned in this past Saturday to the Q2C uh, 12 hour stream for breast cancer research uh, roots we shattered the fucking goal man we had a goal of a thousand dollars we over doubled it uh, coming in at twenty one hundred and seven dollars um, you guys are amazing everyone that showed up and donated outstanding all the content creators that showed up to play thank you so much thank you to Tamtu who not only showed up and played w with us well, no, didn't play. Tam2 couldn't play, but talked to us as we played. He got in our Discord and uh, basically let me grill him with a bunch of questions uh, as we played after the fall. And then ended up donating this awesome uh, care package uh, for the top donor to, to win. And uh, Technoglitch ended up actually uh, uh, winning it. Uh, an awesome uh, hoodie and a bunch of other merch. Uh, everyone who showed up and showed out for that thing is awesome, and I really appreciate it. That's crazy. Uh, tech one on. That's crazy. I, I don't see Eric's comment in there. Am I? Maybe I blocked him by accident or something. I don't know. I'm scrolling up like way far. Oh, <laughs> so. okay. So I've got. I guess it's probably blocked by the OBS because I can see uh, way up there. Well, all the garbage that comes out of that guy's mouth, I can't blame OBS for. <laughs> oh, there he is up there. The wire really should be a non-issue. Just make it long enough to not get rid and rigid. 
you know it it you know who loves it when it's long enough and it's rigid um i i said this last time i just used that playstation vr one and that the cable was very light very very long like i was seriously like like oh my god this thing i had it way back here and it still reached to the middle of my thing so um i don't feel like the cable is probably almost the same because it was really good before it's actually lighter uh lighter now that's crazy yeah it's it's a much lighter cable now than it was before luke rogie in the house as is hack the game cat hello friends uh driven by here as well ask will this episode be backward compatible with next week <laughs> never friend never we're, next we're, week we're constantly evolving yes yeah. all right this is old news speaking of old news uh some of the stories that we're going to be talking about today um is actually stuff I wanted to talk about last week. We didn't have much last week, but the stuff we had last week uh, would have been really good. So we just carried it on over to this week. And uh, as you are about to see, uh, Eye on the Icon is here. Hello, Z Storm. We have a Z Storm sighting, Roots. What's up, Z? Hey, what's going on, Z Storm? Yeah, Z Storm was there, actually. Uh, wasn't he on the team that actually beat the the boss i know you beat it the day before d said because i was like saying oh no nobody beat it she's like we beat it the day before um but uh nobody could beat that that one new boss except for uh i think it was z storm and um Did short stack it? i know I feel short, like we beat it i know short stack Ma was there in the winning team maybe yeah. it was the day before that we beat it that's what d said on yeah. thursday she said you guys beat it yeah, because we, we weren't just playing the new levels, although there's a ton of new content, and we're going to talk about that later. Um, we, we try to do a horde mode. You know, uh, we did a couple of harvest runs. I, I played on three separate occasions that day. Like, I, I started the stream off. Uh, I came in in the mid-afternoon, and then I, I came back to close the stream out. So it all kind of blending together uh, for me because I played it the day before, not only with... Uh, eric and d but i played with my family as well so it's kind of hard for me to differentiate which one was which run was which but the ending was just the worst man like we had such a great experience all day um you know the the, the new update comparably to the way their updates normally go um this one was relatively jank free for the most of the day normally when they have an update everything's broken and it takes them weeks to, to get it all ironed out we, we had everything go fairly smoothly all day until the end. We decided to run a um, a horde run at the end to, to, to cap off the last couple of hours. And we got to like level 42 or 43. And then the waves just stopped coming. Mm. We were just stuck. We couldn't get our discs. We couldn't play anymore. It was just over. <laughs> That's what sucks. I, I wish they gave you the discs as you went. Right. If you got to level 40, you got all that shit then for this reason. So that if there is some weird glitch, you don't get screwed out of it all. Because this is the reality. Um, I was there when you guys were starting. I think it was at least the, the no, maybe it was the first one because I fell asleep after that. When it crashed, when MASH overheated, um, they had anticipated it would take the rest of the stream. Because it's a 60, yeah. 70 board. So if anything goes wrong in that time everything's a waste so they really just to, to save that give you the the discs as you're going along it's a balancing act man because they do give you the option to to start later into it you don't have to start on wave one you can start on 15 
30, 45. Uh, here's the thing, though. Every five rounds that you skip, you're forfeiting a round of buying bombs, mm. buying juices, buying wrist rockets, and all that stuff. Uh, you don't need it till you get up to level 40, but you will absolutely need it. Uh, so it's kind of a balancing act. You can kind of start, you know, in the gold disc or in the red disc if you want, but you're not going to get any of them because you don't have any bombs. Right. So they, they could also fix that just by allowing you to, uh, if you started at wave 40, you could buy eight rounds worth of stuff. Because it shouldn't penalize you for want, not wanting to go through. The whole point of that is to get you not having to do the first 20 levels because it's kind of pointless, right? So they're forcing you to yep. play those levels. So TAM2, there's another suggestion from Roots for you. And hopefully that would, I mean, wouldn't that be good if you go in at level 40 and because uh, you got to level 40 and it allowed you to get those eight rounds of stuff. So you now you're starting with those things, um, you know, I don't know, or maybe yeah. a little bit less. And, you know, they could add that stuff in later because uh, if there's one thing they've been really good about, it's, it's rebalancing with every update. Uh, you know, we had some comments from new viewers uh, last time we talked about after the fall or last time we played it. People I've never seen before, people that were at one time like heavy after the fall players that kind of have fallen back uh, because the bombs got too expensive. And they kept saying, I, I hope they bring the price back for the bombs and and make them a little less expensive. Um, I didn't expect them to do that, Roots. I, I thought that uh, when they rebalanced it last time, they did that for a reason, and they were probably going to stick with it. Uh, but I was wrong. They actually did uh, decrease the price for all of the, the bombs and juices and stuff uh, and pulled it back something uh, closer to what it used to be. Well, that's good. You know, that's the thing is everything needs balance, right? And something like that, you're not going to really find the correct balance that you've played had everybody try it for a while listen to community and uh that's good oh yeah decepticon is in the house what's up decepticon uh who else who else is here who have we not said hello to yet i'm still scrolling up roots believe it or not <laughs> i believe it there's a lot of chat here uh, if i gotta scroll my thing three or four things and i'm on a vertical monitor that's that's telling me there's a lot of chat Mr. Tasselhoff is in the house. Hello, Tass. What up? And that's as far as my uh, my screen will let me go. So if I missed you, I apologize. Thank you for showing up, and hello. Yeah, and if you want, well, yeah, it's over. Never mind. You missed it. I'm not going to be able to say hi to you. Unless, unless you're Radio Runt, who says don't die, uh, or Distract, who's here, and Ben L of the Game Kite Army says I am here as well, just hiding. Uh, that's cool. We love you too. Thank you for uh, being here. Uh, anyway, why don't we talk a little bit more about PlayStation VR 2 because the news of the last couple days at least has been uh, Sony confirming that PSVR 2 won't be backwards compatible. Uh, this story coming from GameDeveloper.com. For those who wanted to play old PSVR games on PSVR 2, Sony has confirmed its new VR headset won't be backwards compatible. During the newest episode of PlayStation Podcast, Platform Experience VP Hideki Nishino confirmed that the company's upcoming PSVR 2 headset won't be able to play the games of Sony's previous VR generation. To Nishino, this is done for the benefit of the new headset 
feeling like a genuine evolution of the technology. Quote, PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next-gen experience, said Nishino, citing the hardware's new features, such as advanced haptic feedback and eye tracking. He explained that developing games for the system required, quote, a whole different approach compared to the original PSVR. Sony's famously had issues with backwards compatibility throughout the years. After PlayStation 3 could play games from the previous PlayStation eras, the PlayStation 4 famously couldn't due to its significant hardware differences that would be rectified with the PlayStation now streaming for PS3 games and bringing PS2 games to the console using emulation technology. Uh, I think this is a good comparison to Draw Roots, although I don't know um, why Mr. Nishino here did such a poor job of explaining technically why this isn't a possibility. You know, we've talked about this before, and, you know, at least for what it's worth, you and I, we weren't expecting backwards compatibility here. Although, we've often given the example of, um, you know, Rift CV1 moving to Rift S, a completely different kind of tracking system. You know, the CV1 had out external base stations that tracked the headset and controllers, and the Rift S moved to inside-out tracking, which is something similar to what PlayStation VR 2 is doing. So if Rift could do that through emulation and have all the back catalog work on day one, well, then why wouldn't PSVR 2 be able to do that? Well, anyone who's played PSVR 1 and thinks about it for five minutes will know why. The Rift CV1 and Rift S shared a controller layout which was identical both of those headsets both of those systems had thumbstick based controls and when you look back to the psvr1 and the move controllers which didn't have thumbsticks it also didn't have a unified set way for devs to pull off locomotion what that meant is that each game, each studio, each developer had to develop their own means of locomotion for their games. And if you have that kind of wide variance from game to game and how locomotion is being accomplished, that means that there's no emulator in the world that's going to be a catch-all for all those games. So no matter what, any kind of backwards compatibility in these games is going to have to come from the developers individually. And I just don't think that that's... I think that's a little too much for Sony to ask or kind of force the developers of all of their 600 plus games to go back and do. Yeah, and people don't, they're not going to think that. They just, I want it. It's bullshit. Like Zion was saying in the chat, people are going to commit suicide when their PSVR <laughs> 1 dies. I don't think it's that serious. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's, it's a bummer. We'd love to play these games forever. What I think that we're missing, people are missing the fact the good studios, um, are gonna, and it, are gonna release remasters, right? For the play. And it's going to take advantage of these, uh, the technologies or even a re-release. So the, the good games hopefully will get re-released or at least a remaster. And, um, with the new schematics for the, the controls, and maybe you'll get some haptics and you'll get a better version of the uh, the game than you would have gotten if it was just some transferred over thing. I can't even imagine. Somebody was also saying in the chat that 
it's a uh, it would be a nightmare. The, the devs have said that it would be a nightmare to try to, to do this. And so if they just made it backward compatible across the board for everything. Uh, so we just have to realize that sometimes we don't get what we want. And um, I think it's going to be a good thing in the, in the end, right? So. Yeah. And again, the, the games were too different on a very technical level from one another for, for Sony to be able to develop a catch all for all of it. Now Somebody's, we've said, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, Tech was saying, what about aim controller games? Same thing. I mean, now you're introducing a, a, a controller that's completely, I mean, it's tracked completely different, right? And in, in a different way. So how would you even do that? So. And the truth of the matter is how many, I mean, as great as the, the aim controller was, how many great aim controller games were there? Like there was like five, you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot. Um, yeah. which was kind of the one of the big tragedies of uh, PSVR Gen 1. Uh, but we've said it since day one, man. You know, as cool as it would be to have that entire catalog automatically playable on day one, I've already got a headset that plays that stuff. What I'm really concerned with is what you just mentioned, remasters. I want better versions of all of those games, and even to the point where I'm willing to pay for it. Like, I'm willing to pay an upgrade fee, although uh, some news come out uh, over the past week that suggests that, for the most part, that's not going to be the case. Uh, first of all, we had this story here uh, from Push Square. Um, I'm sorry, it's going to make me freaking make my uh, cookie choices, as it does every <laughs> time I come here. Um, I that crap. It says, rumor, tons of PSVR 2 devs porting PSVR games to the new headset after backwards compatibility is ruled out. You know, it's funny, this Push Square article, there was a bunch of these articles, and basically they all stem from uh, my, my friend and co-host Brian Paul uh, answering someone on Twitter saying that he personally knows of a ton of devs that are working on uh, oh. remastered versions of their PSVR 1 games. So uh, here we are again, uh, Roots. Brian making news uh, just by being Brian. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me that uh, it, he's leading the uh, PSVR industry. Yeah, he's the man, that's for sure. Uh, but he wasn't the only one saying this sort of thing. Um, Self-proclaimed insider Rythian uh, on Twitter actually had a couple of uh, threads um, regarding this and i'm just looking at the first one here uh by the way just for the record um we don't know you know right then claims to be an insider and he's made a lot of predictions uh none of them have been proven to be true or false the the jury's still kind of out on right so we don't know how much he actually knows or doesn't know uh but for what it's worth he says over 150 psvr games are being ported to psvr 2 to my knowledge only Four will include upgrade fees, but those do come with a load of extra content, mm. not just a 4K port. He says within six months of launch, you'll see the following make the jump to PSVR 2 at no additional cost. And then he lists Astrobot, Blood and Truth, Doom VFR, Moss, Skyrim, Iron Man. Resident Evil 7, Doom 3, No Man's Sky, and Hitman. Uh, that's 10 awesome games, Roots, uh, of 150, apparently. That's crazy. I don't, um, I don't doubt it, because I've owned the PlayStation 5 
for I think it's almost been a year now. Maybe it has been over a year. And there's so many games that have been re-released as remasters, and they're almost always free. Almost every single one makes me think that Sony subsidizes it on their end, that the devs are getting it to do it for free, and uh, the ones that aren't are actually charging or like doing a lot of shit for it. Uh, so I, that yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. There's certainly a precedent here, right? Because we've seen a ton of these uh, PSV or I'm sorry, PS4 to PS5 upgrades on the flat end. And most of the time, those have been free. Yep. You know, all, all done voluntarily by the developers um, for free. So th these guys get it. And it's it's going to be um, kind of, and then some, when you talk about um, VR games. Because, I mean, the expectation is certainly that VR is going to blow up a bit more in the next generation than it did in the first generation. And so, so yeah, maybe you're giving free upgrades to the 5 million PSVR 1 users that are out there. But what about the next 10 to 20 million who haven't bought those games yet? I mean, the, these devs stand to make a lot of money even still. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and I, that's why I, I don't understand when uh, they don't do like a PS5 patch type of thing where the, especially on launch for some of these games where, I mean, the better the game, the more people are going to want to play it, right? So it would make sense to invest in that in that way for sure. Uh, Rathion uh, went on the next day to uh, start another thread. He said, I had a few developers reach out to me after my comment about over 150 games coming to PSVR 2 from PSVR's library via porting. Turns out there's even more games than I thought. Unfortunately, the names of the titles I was told not to share, but there's a load incoming. Uh, you know who loves it when there's a load incoming, Roots? My mom! He loves it a lot. Talking to a specific developer, I was told that yes, PSVR games, even using emulation, wouldn't be able to work due to the differences in tracking. The process is, quote, extremely easy to port the, the tracking to the headset. Sony is assisting the development of and funding of the port. So, while Sony obviously can't make a catch-all that just automatically ports all these games over uh, at least according to Rathian here um, they're very much incentivizing their uh, their existing developers and partners uh, to go through with that work so it's good to hear yeah yeah that's exactly what I was just saying I thought I wouldn't be surprised if they were paying these developers in some way even just to do a remaster you know and that's exactly what that says right they're funding it which is cool yeah, yeah, and and this is music to my ears, man, because, you know, I've made no secret that the PSVR 1 catalog is my favorite catalog in VR, even today, and, uh, I mean, if we're talking 150 or 200 of the best games getting upscaled and remastered for PSVR 2, I mean, are we really going to get upset when Pixel Gear doesn't get a, a you know, a backwards compatibility? I don't think so. I think, uh, I think that most of the games that people want uh, are probably going to be upgraded. Now, with that said, do I think that I'm going to get my Here They Lie remaster? No, I don't believe that I will. Uh, I'm not even sure that uh, Russia Blood's going to uh, get the uh, the upgrade treatment, although uh, I will be happy to be wrong about that one. How um, dare you? A, it, How <laughs> dare you, It's a very bro. popular game. I think I, I think it would be perfect, man. Can you imagine? I, I even said it. The just having everything sharp and clear going 
it would make it so much creepier and scarier than it even was. And uh, yeah. super cool. I this is the thing that people miss. If they're gonna have to if to rechange all of this, like it's not just an easy port over that the kid with a catch all. There's more than likely they're gonna include all the extra bells and whistles. They're gonna have adaptive triggering triggers and they're gonna make it better than it would have been in the original way, or original in so many ways. And you wouldn't have got that if this was backward compatible. This is actually gonna benefit us in the long run. So Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is the way I, I always had hoped it would go. And I'm glad to see that that's the way it apparently is going. Yeah. So don't worry, nobody, Scion, people aren't going to kill themselves now because of PSVR 1. They got better options here. Uh, VNR um, or Van R in the chat says, I've been playing Into the Radius on Quest 2. Amazing game. I hope we'll have a better version for PSVR 2 with better graphics. Mm. Any thoughts on this game? Yeah, uh, you're right. That's an amazing game. Uh, it's an am amazing game on Quest. It's an amazing game on PC VR. I would be shocked if we do not get a version of this game on PSVR. Just knowing these devs and how talented they are and the way that they support their game, uh, I got to imagine any emerging high-end VR platform with a real user base uh, we'll get its own version of uh, Into the Radius. I just asked the um, Into the Radius expert in the chat, Scion, if it's coming to PSVR 2. I guarantee he's heard. He actually has worked with the devs. And and the reason, one of the reasons why that game is so good is people like Scion that have spent so much time in fixing, helping fix all the bugs and stuff, right? Over the last year, year and a half. So. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'd be shocked if it didn't come to PSVR 2. Um, but I mean, even if it doesn't just to hold your breath, man, I mean, that honestly, the quest two version, it, it's not a major downgrade from what's on PC. It, it's, it's a noticeable difference, but it's not a big difference. Like, I don't, I don't feel like those players are really missing out on a lot by, by playing it on quest. Uh, but it, but if this is something, if you're like a graphics whore, uh, you know, just hold your breath for a little while. I'm sure that you'll be able to play it through some kind of, uh, cloud solution over the next few years anyway yeah you know what's funny is um, mash was saying and i kind of agree that the quest version seems to be more approachable for some reason for whatever reason and maybe it, we just haven't tried the pc version for a while yeah but uh yeah, the pc version uh sion left some comments on this uh it's actually identical to the quest version outside of outside of graphics oh wow so all of those changes that they put into the game since we last played it they're on the pc end as well yeah that's cool it is awesome uh anyway uh someone was asking a moment ago what about aim controller games well uh much like the upgrade process uh for all of these um move controller games uh, that's going to be up to the developers on a developer by developer basis and uh, as you know some of the best games in the psvr1 catalog were aim controller games that you know while there wasn't a lot of great aim controller games the ones that were great were great so i certainly would expect to see uh, similar actions taken by these developers and wouldn't you know it we had some news come out over the last couple of weeks that demonstrates just that Raven here. You want to be 
you, contractor. According to your reputation, you have the right skills for the job. If you're interested, the risk is high, but so is the reward. We have multiple contracts, from solo intel gathering to team strike force operations. Locations are hot, and you were never there. If you're compromised, you're on your own. Are you ready? First contact reveals Firewall Ultra. A zero hour follow up for PSVR 2. This is from Harry Baker at Upload VR. First Contact Entertainment revealed its next title, Firewall Ultra, releasing exclusively for PSVR 2. First Contact describes the game as an evolution of the franchise, following on from Firewall Zero Hour. Zero Hour, a tactical multiplayer VR shooter, released in 2018 and essentially felt like VR's answer to Rainbow Six Siege. It was a seminal and exclusive PSVR release and continued to see support for many years right up until a few months ago with the launch of the final season, Operation X. We knew the first Contact Entertainment was working on an unannounced PSVR 2 title, but until this past week, uh, we didn't have official confirmation. Firewall Ultra is set five years after Firewall Zero Hour and will introduce a bunch of new content while carrying over and upgrading content from the first game as well. Alongside new contractors and locations, First Contact Entertainment says existing contractors and existing locations from Zero Hour have, quote, evolved and moved into the next generation in Firewall Ultra. To take advantage of PSVR 2's upgrade in visual fidelity, the studio has remade all character models and given existing maps a complete overhaul with new textures and new areas. There will be more weaponry and equipment options in Ultra, featuring a much deeper level of customization. Rounds will be also added to the game, making all matches a best of three alongside an entirely new PvE experience. As you might have guessed, there are plans to add more contractors, maps, and weapons post-launch. On the technical side of things, Firewall Ultra will make some significant upgrades. For starters, in light of community feedback over the last four years, First Contact announced that Ultra will run on dedicated online servers yes that's huge ultra will also take advantage of several new psvr2 hardware features such as eye tracking foveated rendering improved haptic feedback and adaptive triggers first contact says using eye tracking enables you to intuitively swap weapons and bring up hud indicators in many first person shooters on ps5 developers have used the variable resistance in the dualsense controller triggers to create much more tactile and realistic weapon effects when shooting. Given PSVR 2 Sense controllers will feature the same adaptive trigger technology, 
First Contact should be able to follow suit with similar effects for guns in Firewall Ultra. There's no indication on the pricing for Firewall Ultra yet, but it is available to wishlist on the PlayStation Store. Likewise, there's no word on the release date either, but we knew, do know that PSVR 2 itself is set to release in early 2023. So there you have it, Roots. Um, Firewall getting the ultimate overhaul going into the next gen. Not only moving out uh, away from the aim controller into, uh, you know, full-blown motion controllers, but apparently taking advantage of every little advance mm. that PSVR 2 has to offer. Uh, I am very excited to learn what the next generation of Firewall has in store. Yeah, this is a, another example of what we were just talking about. They're, they clearly want to bring that game over, and they're making it a whole new game i guess the same game but more plus they're using everything all the haptics and everything right so um that's good now uh gb says uh five years after laugh out loud so because of the the deep story so it was a story not wasn't that deep i guess originally that they uh, as far as the um this goes or uh but i don't i don't know exactly what gb is uh, referring to um I don't know too much yeah, about it as far as that type of stuff goes, but I was impressed with it. You know, this is the funny thing. You're going to hear people, um, and I'm sure people already are complaining about no aim controller, but you just grab a Mr. Task for the stability, right? And then it's already, it sounds like it's going to be a better better experience anyway without the aim. The, the haptics are going to be better. You're going to have adaptive triggers. It's going to feel like each gun is individual. And let's be honest, you know, you can use a handgun you know the the aim controller had its limitations you you couldn't yeah. use individual guns you couldn't dual wield you were stuck with one model it had to look like your gun you're holding and so that's going to be one of the benefits of of you know not having that controller so but you could use like handguns and knives and stuff but like it was stuff that that you typically would avoid because it didn't feel natural on the aim controller right those were last uh you know last resort weapons when you're out of ammo and enemies are closing in on you mm -hmm. then you switch to that stuff and, and and try to survive so yeah um you know the aim controller will be missed here obviously uh but it's not all bad as you just pointed out there's certainly going to be some upsides to uh having both hands available as well i guess there was no story at all is what someone or they were saying and it is the thing um it doesn't matter that there's no story because I guess that is a little odd that they put that in there um, because it doesn't need to have a story, right? It's one of those games that's just all action. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, is a little weird. A, it's not that important, but uh, with that said, they they did say that there's a whole new game mode being added in, a PvE mode. So uh, I'll be interested to see oh, what, yeah. what all that's going to entail. Um, certainly a welcome addition to what's already a great game. I mean, we played this game semi-recently, and uh, I mean, hardware aside, the game itself absolutely still holds up today. Still my favorite um, shooter, you know, ver versus multiplayer shooter in all of VR. We had a blast playing it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. There's a reason why Rainbow Six Siege is uh, so popular. That uh, the gun, the gameplay is fun, and uh, this game, this is no different. It's just a, a VR twist on it, right? It's really good. Yeah, and uh, you know they've gone on through ten seasons 
of adding in new contractors, new weapons, new mods, and new maps. And I'm glad to see that not only is all that stuff getting carried over into the new game, but it's being upgraded, it's being expanded. Um, this isn't just a, you know, a remaster with some extra benefits. This, uh, this is a whole new game, which, uh, you know, includes to some extent the first game built right into it. Uh, but they're adding so much more. Um, I mean, this isn't going to be something you're going to be able to just pay an upgrade fee and get. This is a brand new game. You're going to probably have to pay at least 30 or $40 to pick it up, if not more. Yeah, but it's worth it, right? I yeah. mean, if it's, oh, I yeah. think it's going to be, there's going to be enough there for it. So, Old Dar says, Farpoint was my first physical game with the aim controller. Great game. Yeah, we, we love Farpoint as well. And I'm hoping that we get some uh, similar news to this uh from impulse gear over the next uh few uh months as well yeah i, I bet uh, you will so uh you know scion in the chat saying uh god please bring this to pc and um you know right at the top of the trailer it says exclusive to psvr2 and um you know when i brought up uh a couple of times over the last week I wonder if this thing will ever come to PC. People just acted like it was the, the stupidest question in the world. It says it right on the trailer that it's PSVR 2 exclusive. But does does that necessarily mean just because it's launching forever. exclusive that it will be exclusive forever? I mean, yes, it says it's exclusive to PSVR 2. Yes, it is being published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. But so is Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's on PC. So is... Uh, Spider-Man. You know, God of War, Spider-Man. These are on PC. They they were PlayStation exclusive for a while as well and ended up on PC. Now, obviously, the original one stayed um, exclusive for the duration of its life. But that game was built around the aim controller. Not the case this time. This is going to have standard motion controls. And while, yes... Eye tracking is going to be integral to the game and adaptive triggers and advanced haptics and all this stuff. Uh, you know, technology moves fast. And just because all this stuff isn't, you know, uh, common features on PCVR hardware today don't mean that it won't be three years from now, right? So I'm still holding out hope that um, whatever agreement First Contact has with Sony it is just a timed agreement and that they will have the option when the time comes to bring this to PC, even, you know, or Sony could bring it to PC themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the having more players is, is always good, right. For a multiplayer game. And, uh, it's always good for a developer to, I guarantee first contact wants it wants to, whether they can or not. That's the, you know, that's the contract is, is the question. Uh, but I think everything's pointing to these days that uh, most exclusives are timed. So, GB the Ghost in GameCat says maybe PSVR 2 will be PC compatible and maybe Firewall will be available on Sony's PC store or launcher. Mm. Exactly. That would be. And so again, awesome. I I don't expect that to be the case right away. But uh, again, the technology moves fast and things are changing quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, we are super excited for uh, Firewall Ultra, the only true PSVR exclusive to be revealed 
uh, up until this point other than Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, but we're two for two roots. Two Sony exclusives, two obvious bangers. Yeah, super cool. So what about PCVR? What, what are they going to do, man? What are they going to be able to play while uh, the Sony players have all these awesome AAA games to play? Is there anything that could possibly save these people? Coming to you, sir. Talk reporting. Entry team suspects have taken refuge in the area and are refusing to cooperate. Move in. Police, hands up! Hands up, above your head. Holy... Down on your knees. Get down, I want to see hands. Hands up, do it now. Hey, Carly. Bet you never thought you'd be working for the man. Fuck off. Let's do this. You're still here. Cover me. Reloading. Do we have a plan? Or are we, you know, Push him over the edge. Oh, it's that guy's sister. I feel so bad for her.
Maybe Riley knows something I can use against Mac. If he's innocent... If you in effect, turns out people here are just as oppressed as the basers. Skill. <sighs> Ugh. Horror. I hate horror. <sighs> Man, that's a bad place to get stuck. This place needs a serious overhaul. Hundreds of AAA games in VR. Universal VR mod makes progress. This from Mixed-News.com. A Universal VR mod is supposed to bring Unreal Engine titles to VR headsets. A video shows various games in action. The mod supports full 360-degree vision, freedom of movement in all directions, and synchronized stereoscopic rendering 
In first-person shooters, players move their heads independently of the weapon. Thus, the mod goes much further than older solutions like Vorpex. The, universa the universality of the mod promises m many lesser-known 2D games leaping into the VR headset, if less optimized than specific VR mods. Fans of indie titles will be grateful to be able to dive into a favorite game or two via headset. Gaming likely requires a mouse and keyboard or gamepad. The mod's original programmer, Gabriel Pizarro, aka the new Java man, planned on a feature enabling the use of the VR controller without the motion controls. Pizarro jumped ship in May for a full-time job in the VR industry. Well-known VR modder Prey Dog, who translated several Resident Evil into virtual reality, took over from there. His work apparently takes a different approach, with Prey Dog porting the mod framework developed for the RE engine to the, univer to the Unreal engine. Pizarro's Unreal VR thus became Prey Dog's Universal Unreal VR Injector. On YouTube, a video shows the current state of the Universal mod using several games, including first-person shooters like Ready or Not and adventure games like Stray. Both of those are third-person titles. The mod supports both different perspectives. The video announcement states that the, un the Universal mod will open for other VR modders to tweak it for specific titles and add new features like motion controls. The curious will have to be patient. The announcement does not include a release date. A list of Unreal Engine 4 games that can benefit from the injector can be found behind the link. Uh, Roots, despite this being uh, obviously a, a, a m not the best written of articles from someone who obviously uh, has English as a second second language, I think we get the gist of what they're saying here. Um, and really, everything you need to know is right in the title line. Hundreds of AAA games in VR, pretty much the day that this mod launches, um, I think Prey Dog's getting ready to become a, a PC modding god. What do you think? Yeah, it's crazy, is it? This has got to be behind a paywall, right? No paywall? <laughs> Not yet, man. Not yet. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. And uh, we get to play like proper stray VR. That's the thing. How crazy is that? I know a lot of people in the chat were saying it was overrated. I, you know, I don't think it was overrated. I think some people probably like it more than other people. So they've raved about it, but it's a, it's a proper cool adventure, I think. But uh, yeah, it depends on what you like. I just think it's cool that we have all these options coming into VR. And, uh, you know, some of the other news the next story which we'll be talking about it just makes me think okay what like, well, what's the what isn't going to be in vr soon right like i right. should be playing world of warcraft in vr soon it should be happening i know i don't think back it's for blood Engine, but... they listed back for blood on there i've heard you say many times that you want to play that in vr back for blood is amazing and so this is the question is it i guess because that's like an independent server i guess you're playing on with one of the people hosting you know so is this going to be seen in a lot of games in a multiplayer game would this be seen as a uh 
as a cheat. I guess this is a more of an engine for developers to use to bring their game out into VR, right? Than the average person to just plug it in, or how does that work? I'm not sure. We we've seen both solutions uh, from from different you know, mod to mod and from game to game, it varies. So I'd say it'll probably be a a problem for some games and not so much for others. Um, But this is huge, man. It's not only huge for PC VR gamers uh, who have been hungry for, um, you know, big budget games to to, to come to the platform, Uh, but this is huge for the VR industry as a whole. Every time one of these mods gets released, it shows... VR developers and VR studios out there, or I'm sorry, traditional developers and traditional studios out there, uh, just how easy it is to bring these games over into VR. Not only that, it puts pressure on them because they know that we know that they could do it if they wanted to, right? So now you're going to have something like this that isn't just one game. This is literally hundreds of games that are going to be playable in VR overnight. And if these developers don't get busy on making original vr versions of these games uh they're going to lose out on on some sales right because people are going to go buy these uh games or or, or, you know have already bought these games and are just going to go start playing them in in vr uh by their own means yeah absolutely. i think that this is absolutely awesome man yeah it's a very good it's amazing now let me ask you this so you date comes out day one bioshock is available in there are you going to play it with the jank ass controller like you're gonna have to use that that crappy ass controller that you've used your whole life the gamepad uh well it just depends it depends because the uh prey dog is making this open source so the other vr modders can pick up specific games have it already have the game already working in vr and then they can if they want to take up the business of modding in motion controller support uh they can do that and i'm sure prey dog will do many of these games himself and as highly sought after as bioshock is i'd be surprised if someone doesn't uh just go ahead and do the work on that one that would be cool so that's the best part of it right is it's all open source so if you create a mod and say you don't even know how to like luke ross say luke ross were to submit something in here and he made it in there um somebody else could come along because i'm not convinced that he wants to just be a purist i just think he probably doesn't know how to bring motion controls into vr and so uh but somebody else does so they can pick up the game where he left off and then add it right so yeah and what's really cool is that even though that this is um this specific mod is um for unreal engine games apparently prey dog has been able to bring over um a significant amount of the work that he did for the re ports the resident evil ports which aren't unreal engine they actually use two different um, engines. One of them, of course, being the RE engine, and the other being a, an engine that's been around for a couple of decades called Havoc. And um, uh, quite a few very notable games have been developed in Havoc, like, um, for example, Doom Eternal, I think, uh, was developed in Havoc. Uh, th- there's a laundry list, including this next title we're about to talk about. How did you, uh, find me, anyway? Just follow the sound of gunfire. What the hell was that? Oh, you should relax. 
You'll live longer. I'm gonna scour this island inch by inch until I find that treasure. This is my land! What could you possibly stand to gain? Rise up! Uncharted 4 releases on PC in October with variable frame rate and an updated UI. Uh, this actually isn't just um, Uncharted 4 Roots. It's actually the Uncharted Leg Legacy of Thieves collection coming to PC on October 19th, both on Steam and Epic Game Store. So this is two Uncharted games, Roots. And uh, this is significant for a number of reasons. First of all... Um, we mentioned it earlier. People saying, you know, Sony exclusives can't come to PC. Well, they can, right? Here's another example of, of just that. Big budget Sony exclusive coming to PC on multiple platforms. Um, and again, Roots, this game developed in Havoc. Uh, just like, at least to some extent, Resident Evil 7 was. So, uh we've kind of been pining for years pining away to be able to play uncharted in vr because we know just how awesome that would be um at least to it to, to some extent that's going to become possible very very soon yeah absolutely maybe luke ross will even put it in vr as well right who knows somebody somebody will have the option now let me ask you this how far away are we from infamous being released to pc that would be amazing right that's a must must put into vr infamous is so old though man like i kind of feel like if we're going to see anything on that it's going to be directly from sony like mm. putting in some real work into uh doing a sequel or, or a remaster on on the original yeah um that's a like an old ps3 game uh, it'd be great for vr though it that would be, be great um well, yeah, I'd love to see Luke Ross or Prey Dog or someone. Luke Ross is going to have to get busy, man. Prey Dog's about to steal all kinds of the Luke Ross thunder. I think Prey Dog's about to become the man uh, when it comes to these PC VR mods. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. So many options, right? PC VR, this is another reason why uh, it's good to have both, right? I, I want yeah. what's coming new, all the new IPs from Sony, all the uh, amazing technology, but I, I don't... I want all these amazing AAA games that I've I've never played any of the Uncharted, and now uh, just like a lot of games, uh, the first time I play it is probably going to be in. Well, I guess it is going to be in VR because I'm not going to go play it flat. So, yeah, Uncharted Four was actually, um, I think it might have been the first PS4 game that I played. Hmm. Wow. Maybe the second. I think I played The Last of Us, uh, The Last of Us Remastered, um, first. And then I think the second game I played was Uncharted 4. Uh, after that, 
um, we did a little bit of Bioshock, and then uh, then I got my PSVR headset, and it was all over after that. Except for Returnal, which uh, you need to give D. D's had, she's had struggling to beat that first boss, and uh, I don't think she's understanding the the way that you need the multipliers to like just fall off from the sky from the gods of Returnal to like perfectly match up where your damage is feeding your your uh your heal or something crazy right i mean those are the best successful runs right yeah you got to put some thought into it you got to put some work into uh clearing the first biome like completely clearing it and uh and you got to make uh you have to carefully weigh your choices but um again you know struggling to beat that first boss is most of the struggle after you get past that boss it's kind of downhill from there yeah you need jiminy roots on your shoulder in discord to go through and watch you play and tell you okay grab that don't grab that uh i'll help you get through d anyway what a time are we living in man where i mean literally hundreds of games hundreds of triple a games are getting ready to uh instantly be playable in vr at the same time that psvr 2 is coming out uh with amazing uh you know new heights for um for for vr games uncharted comes to pc now we're gonna get to play it in vr because somebody for sure is going to mod it luke ross will probably have it modded over within a month if prey dog doesn't Mm. do it um it's just an incredible game an incredible time for high fidelity vr to uh be uh, experiencing a rebirth and a renaissance yeah what do the quest people get <laughs> they're kind of left in the cold they're, you got two sides of extreme triple a and the they're quest. gonna get what the bat yeah you get the what the bat who doesn't want what the bat though that's i mean if we're being honest uh no, they, they've said, got a lot of good uh, games though he said i had a good stock of artifacts and parasites today but my ass still got kicked I got farther than I ever did before, though. So that's progress, D. You got to, you got to uh, learn your lessons from that and uh, build back up again. That um, game's so frustrating, though. You think you're doing good, and then you get smacked down. Maybe I'll stream some Returnal again sometime soon, just to kind of, you know, pass on some of my general strategy to uh, D. I mean, she could always go back and watch my old videos where I did that, but. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's some certain things, some some basic common sense things that you can do that really um, will help you get a little bit farther uh, just by following a, a simple system. Yeah. She said, she yes, says, yes, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. well, it's, it's, hard, it's been a while. It's been a while. So I, I think I might just do that. And, and I might what I might do because I'm I'm you know on my game i'm i'm on the second run i've already beat it i might just start like a new game on a different user freshy and yeah that way we'll have a freshy without deleting my old game yeah oh, uh, traveling man oh. uh, says by the time i can afford a psvr2 the jank will all be worked out uh do you jank he thinks there's going to be a bunch of jank on 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 console vr now i'm not saying it will won't that it'll be completely jank free but this is not pc vr you need to understand that yeah i haven't experienced the the same jank on my uh playstation vr one 
I wouldn't expect it to be the same. Or I would expect yeah. it to be the same. Yeah, the, the difference between console VR or console gaming and PC gaming, for the most part, uh, and there are exceptions, so everybody calm down. Um, there are exceptions. But for the most part, uh, a lot of the working out of the jank takes place behind closed doors. But before the game ever launches, if there's a bunch of shit jank, typically the game doesn't ever see the light of day. Again, there are exceptions. Cyberpunk 2077 was a fucking train wreck. I get it. Uh, but most of the time, the, uh, stuff like that is the exception and not the rule. So I wouldn't count on a whole lot of jank at launch. Even Elden no Ring. VR too. Elden Ring came out on PC VR, had all sorts of weird uh, refresh jank and different janky things. The only place it wasn't janky was on console. Ran perfect on console. So there's, uh, you know, because of the... Uh, because Sony just has a very, very uh, tight system. Uh, Guido has to go. I guess he's at work. Is he at work? Yeah, he's at work. Uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by and saying hello, Guido. Good to see him. You know, that reminds me, uh, Roots. Now that I think about it, we're sitting here having a jolly oh, old time. True. Sitting on top of Mickey Berrios' keys, not giving them away to anyone. So uh, everyone get your, your Steam VR pulled up. I'm about to uh, start dropping a few keys here. Um, Who wants a free game? From courtesy of Guido. 7335. What we have incoming first is a Steam VR copy of Synth Riders. So uh, anyone who doesn't have Synth Riders and would like to play it, Get your copy and paste ready because it is coming right up right now. Yeah, if you think synth, uh, uh, Beat Saber is good, uh, synth, synth Riders is 100 million times better. But if you hate Beat Saber, try to see it, uh, Synth Riders because it's really good. Yeah, Beat Saber, it's everybody's favorite game, right? It's still universally the, the, the number one game that every single random customer I talk to about VR brings up every single one and if it's not for themselves it's my kid plays Beat Saber it's it's everybody knows what Beat Saber is so that should tell everybody it, it's bigger than we think we might not like it but it's it's huge Checking, make sure I typed it in correctly and have at it Ooh, there it is copy and paste People are like, man, that's got to be a bot on Mash's stream. I'm like, was it Mash's stream? Like, no, it's not a bot. It's just like, because I used to do the same thing. If you're good at having, copying and pasting quick, I used to snatch keys all the time. Yeah, just because somebody's really good at it doesn't mean that it's a bot. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's just like that's the biggest thing in like Fortnite or any competitive game. People are like, ah, it's a bot. So, you know, somebody's using a, uh, a cheat to kill me. Like, no. You sucked. Anyway, why don't, we, uh, why don't we move along? We still have a couple more headlines to get to before we get into the week's reminders. Uh, and we're going to stick around on PC VR just a little bit longer.
Paradox of Hope VR could be the next best VR survival game. This comes to us from Reality Remake. Paradox of Hope VR released to Steam Early Access on September 15th, 2022. It has quickly become obvious that the game has a ton of promise. It takes the mechanics and lessons of other successful and very fun VR games of the survival genre, such as The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, and Into the Radius VR, and puts them into a compelling post-apocalyptic setting. A setting with dark metro tunnels and hulking mutants of humanity struggling for survival in a darkness of its own making in tunnels of their own construction. Basically the setting of the popular Metro 2033 series of books and games, except now in VR. Paradox of Hope VR brings the same tense feeling of survival against the unknown and unknowable as Into the Radius VR does. In that way, they are similar. They also both take place in Russia, otherwise they are very different. While Into the Radius VR or The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners you walk through a wide and expansive world covered in buildings and places to hide. Paradox of Hope VR takes place in the decaying metro tunnels under post-Soviet, post-nuclear Russia. The corridors are generally dark, damp, and full of strange radioactive weeds, not to mention mutants. And when those mutants find you, there's no building to run and hide in. They're faster than you. And once they have your scent, there's nothing you can do but win the fight. The cramped metro tunnels offer no other escape. Since everything is underground, light is a resource you will constantly need. Since everything is old, lights won't always work. While you always have a lighter on your chest, the glow is limited at best. Get your hands on a headlamp, though it's expensive. So be careful, even that fancy headlamp will turn to dust if you perish out in the tunnels. The constant ambience of the groans of old steel and concrete and the quiet whispering that may be in your own mind or maybe something more sinister are your other companions in the tunnels. When you are picking through the abandoned stations for whatever scraps you can sell, you will be lucky if the corpses are your only companions. Mutants dwell in the darkness as well. And those mutants will not stop once they detect you. Try to sneak by or shoot your way through. There are no other options. So how are these explorations and fights through the old tunnels structured? Into two game modes, story mode and raid. Story plays out a lot like Metro 2033 does. It is planned to be a series of mostly linear missions that follow a narrative. What is available now during the limited early access release is already impressive, atmospheric, and intriguing. Saying anything more about it would spoil the surprise of the experience, but if you're familiar with any of the Metro games or linear story-driven shooters in general, you'll know what to expect. Until the story is completed, the bulk of the game will lie in the raids game mode, where the story is a linear and set experience meant to follow a set progression pattern in series of encounters, Raids is exactly the opposite. Instead of doing the same mission again, each is randomized. Instead of always receiving the same equipment at the same time, 
What you have to survive with is up to your own discretion and at your monetary success at scavenging the metro tunnels. Uh, Roots, this is a game we played a while back, uh, Paradox of Hope. And at the time, uh, the, the beta demo was very limited. Uh, but even in its limited form, uh, the promise of this game uh, was very easy to see. Yeah, yeah, super cool, super creepy. And they really meant what they said about those creatures, right? Yeah, they get a scent to you, man, and it's... Yeah, yeah, there's no... Um... There's no avoiding a fight after it starts. Like after you're detected, uh, you, you might as well start blasting because uh, somebody's going to die, either you or them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool, though. Super cool. Um, the, the experience that I remember was marked by impressive visuals um, and, and good sound design as well. Procedurally generated tunnels. Um and, and, and just an overall creepy atmosphere of exploration and stealth. Um, it was, I mean, it's a survival game by definition. And, uh, you know, while that typically isn't my favorite genre to play, uh, for, for whatever reason, it seems to work a lot better in VR. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome Tatum says, uh, heard the gunplay was really good. So I can't remember. I think it was really good. That's a problem. I guess we need to get back into this game, right? Because I, I'm like a lot. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, uh, I talked to uh, the developer for a few minutes this morning, um, and um, you know, asked how the game is different now from when we tried it before. And obviously, the the story mode having a playable chapter now is a big difference. That wasn't available to us at all at the time. But he says beyond that. Uh, the raid mode is way more polished and filled out now with uh, everything being overhauled and there's a lot more of everything as well. So yeah, I agree with you. It, I think it's about time that we get back into this one and uh, tell people just exactly what they can expect. But I can tell you one thing, um, GT's raving about it, PD's raving about it, everyone who's playing it is raving about it. Uh, so I can already tell you that it's going to be really good. Yeah. Super cool. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Bluebell says, yeah, Beardo Benjo played it, and so did GT, and that's what they said. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, coming soon. Who knows? Maybe even this week if we find time for it. Cool. Uh, anyway, Oculus Quest gamers out there, uh, never fear. We, we've got a little something for you as well before we move on to the week's reminders. Commander, I've just received signals from a distress beacon. It is from a lone whale. A deep space cargo ship that disappeared ten years ago. We don't know what happened.
Shock Troops getting a Halloween update, a free update, Ghosts of the Lone Whale Roots. Uh, so this is an update coming that includes a new mission, a new weapon, which is a shotgun, four new levels, all with their own original soundtracks, new enemies, uh, including zombies and other spooky types of creatures to deal with. Um, this game's already awesome. And it's $10. The, the fact that he's doing like this type of free updates to it. Um, this soon after launch is just uh, amazing to me. Yeah, that is amazing. I think it's super cool. I, uh, the game was already amazing. But uh, I think it's cool and that he's doing something for free, right? There's no, no charge here either. So. Yeah, and I mean... Um, I mean, I guess it's not too surprising that he would do a Halloween update. This uh, game was already kind of borderline horror, even though it is a sci-fi game. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Can't wait to try it out. Yeah. So this is coming. Um, I don't think we have an exact date for it yet. Uh, let me see. It's coming mid-October. I know that. It's gonna. You don't have to wait until Halloween to get it. I think it's going to come out around the 20th or something. Um Sometime around there. Um, trying to find the detailed. I thought it said October 22nd or something. If I remember when I was looking okay. for. Uh, I was looking for actually a picture of this. Of the lone whale. <laughs> Ghost of the lone whale for the thing. There doesn't exist out there. At least uh, except for the one. You know it's weird. Um, and I don't know if they did this on purpose. But I, I found, was able to find a one from garage collective on on a, one of their posts or something that had a picture of it but when i took copied it and tried to use it in photoshop it uh it had lines through the like it was copywritten or something like you couldn't use it it looked all weird i've never seen that before but i uh i thought that was weird so uh, that is weird but um uh yeah one new mission one new weapon four levels four new soundtracks new enemies and a new final boss fight. I forgot to mention oh, there's wow. a new boss fight at the end of all of this. So, uh, yeah, the you know, what was already probably the best $10 game on the, the platform gets even better in just a few weeks' time. Um, kudos to Garage Collective. And, uh, yeah, if you don't have Shock Troops, probably should go get it right yeah. now. Yeah, we question your soul. Simplex says that game was sorely missing a shotgun. Yeah, I agree, man. With all the ty with all the different gun types, you you'd think that uh, you know shotgun would have been one of the first, but uh, apparently not. Be perfect, right? Uh, Old Dar says it's a challenging game too. Yeah, it absolutely is. Like you're not going to just run through it on the first try. I, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, it's like all the old school games, right? Remember, all the old school games were hard. You had to die a bunch of times to to win through. Cool. Awesome Tatum says this is one of my favorite quest games at the moment. It's really good. I mean, it's their, you know, maybe their best work. I mean, Stones of Harleth was really good as well. And, um, you know, Cyril's already working on his next project roots, and you, I think you're going to really dig what it is. Oh, I can't wait. I have loved them it's all gonna, so far. It's, it's going to be a very uh, big game. Oh, cool. Um,. Techno Glitch says, looks like Doom 1 shit. Exactly. Looks like Doom 1 shit. 
Yeah, Mepper. <laughs> yeah, I am old. He says I'm actually my birthday is on Wednesday, so uh, I uh, I'll be 48. That's I'm 48 years young. When's your birthday? Ah, this Wednesday coming up. Oh, party time on Strangers and Night. Yeah. Unless you want to move it, do you do you want to move it to a different day? So nah, no, nah, we can do, do fine. Show on your birthday? Yeah, I don't have any plans on my birthday. Cool. We'll play some VR. Yeah. How about that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, go pick up your copy of Shock Troops. Buy one for a friend. They're they're only ten duck ten bucks. People, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, anyway, that's going to wrap up the week's headlines and bring us into the week's reminders. And uh, believe it or not, there's nothing out this week. Um, nothing notable, anyway, that I know of. So what I thought we would do, since we missed last week. And it really has been banger after banger release all month long. I thought we would really quickly run through the notable releases that we've gotten so far this month already. So last month, Roots, we didn't even do Game of the Month because um, there was very little that came out. And Red Matter was just so good that there was no point to having that, that conversation. We already knew where it was going. Uh, not going to be the case this month. There's a ton of games out uh, already and updates. And uh, I thought, you know, we're not, we're not going to have a big conversation about each one of these. But I thought we would run down the list. We've got about uh, 12 or 13 different things here already this month. And it's only the 18th of the month. Um, anyway, the, the month got kicked off with Transformers Beyond Reality. Um a, a pretty cool wave shooter, uh, obviously based around the Transformers franchise. Um, what, what's notable about this game, though, Roots, more notable than anything else, is that this game came out on PlayStation VR. Yeah, that is notable. And it's actually one of the only games that's came out in, in a, for a while for it, right? And it's pretty good. Yeah, they've had a, a, a few uh, releases, but um, yeah, you're right. This one's pretty good um obviously um not perfect and and we're, we're waiting uh for some updates we're waiting on the steam version uh but i really enjoyed my time in transformers beyond reality and uh think it very much um deserves the 20 dollar price tag that they put on it yeah agreed uh synth riders got a, a a new dlc pack this month league of legends music pack uh, with four new tracks and a new experience, you can get the, all of those uh, bundled together for $8. They're available on all platforms, PSVR, Steam, and Quest, available now. Uh, something that, that kind of snuck by me that we previewed before it came out, Roots, but it never occurred to me that, that it actually had got uh, released, was the Death Horizon Reloaded Chapter 5. Uh, so Death Horizon Reloaded... Uh, one of my favorite co-op shooters on Quest. I've been waiting a long time for this game to get finished. And the fifth and final chapter has now been added in. Along with a bunch of new weapons and mechanics. Uh, and a new uh, big boss fight to, to, to kick the game. Uh, or I'm sorry, to end the game off. Um, this is awesome. I need to get in and play this really, really soon. Yeah, this is a perfect example of what we want out of early access, right? To have it continue to get better and better they're finally adding the fifth the final chapter and uh it's just been a, an amazing journey from start to finish and uh, 
I guess this is probably almost the end of it, right? As far as completely finished. Maybe. No, that's it. This this is, is it. it. I mean, other than them fixing bugs and yeah, exactly. stuff like that. That's what I'm thinking. The ga- yeah, the game's finished now, nice. which is crazy because this was uh, this was originally a, a, like a, a Gear VR game or a Go game. It didn't even have um, sixed off support, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell that playing the game today. Like it, it seems like a game that was made for the Quest. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, good on these developers way to stick to it and make a, a great game um now Even with that better. said uh yep. there's a there's a flash sale going on on oculus right now only about 10 hours left uh, a bunch of good games on sale right now among them death horizon reloaded 30 percent off right now you wow. can get this game for 14 bucks and again uh you can play the full campaign with a friend co-op style uh, you need to have this in your library if you don't already. Super cool. What's up, Todd? Todd joining us in chat. Good to see you, friend. Yeah, and Z-Storm. Oh, Z-Storm's back. Hey, what's yeah. up, Z? Welcome back. Um, moving along, Distortion VR came out this month. Another one we were waiting on for a very long time. Uh, recently streamed it on this channel. Uh, a, a fun kind of retro-style cyberpunk shooter with some really gorgeous visuals and uh an awesome soundtrack enjoying a 10 percent off uh launch discount today uh which brings it to 18 bucks oh cool um another one we didn't talk about was cave digger 2 dig harder uh finally got uh, a full release across all platforms so this uh this is the sequel to the original cave digger which was um, a very basic um, and cartoony casual quest game. Um, but this is a big expansion over that. Um, not only are the environments a lot bigger, the exploration a lot bigger, there's enemies in this, there's weapons in this, and more importantly, up to four-player co-op in this campaign that can be uh, experienced cross-platform across Quest, Steam, and PlayStation VR. Um, it's another PSVR game, Roots. Oh, wow. This is another PSVR game. Yeah, this is actually a pretty good game uh, from what people say. I need to check it out. For, you, know, you could bring everything and your friends. So. Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a Steam VR, or I'm sorry, uh, um, a PlayStation VR copy of it. I mean, if this is something that you guys want to cover, you, you all just let me know off air and I'll, I'll get a couple more keys and we'll jump in there and dig some caves. Cool. Yeah. I mean, people, I've seen that people really enjoyed this, so. Afterlife VR uh, on Steam, which is a game that we covered when it first launched in the early access. I played all the way through it. Uh, It's a rather short game, but enjoyable horror game. Uh, Now has come into full release, has had a couple of significant updates since we played it. Uh, And again, now available on Steam as a full uh, release. It has left early access. You can pick this game up for only $15. Cool. Into the Radius, as we already talked about, hit Oculus Quest this month. One of the best survival shooters in VR, if not the very best. uh, With an amazing Quest port. One of the uh, better and more deep games in the Quest library. uh, Available now for $30 and worth every penny. Yeah, so much game there too, right? 
so much time and effort and love sweat and tears put into this game developers really love this game and if you like this type of game you're gonna love it as well yep uh paradox of hope vr we already spoke about uh has just hit early access on steam again everyone singing the praises of this early access version of the game and everyone um you know can see the promise in it but uh if you get it now you can get it for 15 percent off only 17 dollars on steam uh, i have a feeling that that price is going to age very very well yeah nfl pro era out this week on quest now this game was originally scheduled to launch on psvr playable on quest right now uh, we did get a review key of this and we're going to be talking about it later this week uh, but i gotta tell you roots i've already spent a couple hours in it so far so good man i'm digging it yeah that's actually been the consensus across the board pretty much from everybody is that uh they like it now there's a couple people that think that they liked 2MD a little bit better for different reasons, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, on Wednesday. Uh, but, man, it looks very polished. I have not gotten a chance to get into there, but I'm going to get in there tonight probably and uh, check it out. Color me surprised, man, uh, because there was a lot of question marks about this game coming from a first-time VR developer. Um, you know, uh, I was really expecting a lot more jank, maybe some stupid mistakes with regards to like the controls and the ui uh but this is a really put together and polished package i i, I am impressed uh and you know people can compare it to 2md if they want to but 2md comes from truant pixel uh and um or twisted pixel rather and uh or no it is truant pixel anyway the point is is it comes from an experienced vr developer and it has been updated for years and years and years. This game's been out for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 2MD didn't get like that overnight. But um, no, I'm digging my time in this game. We'll talk about it more on Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, you should get in there and play it and uh, take your time with it. There's plenty of um, training exercises and mini camp drills and things to, to really make you uh, get good before you even get into like the season part of it that's my favorite part of those type of games it's like starting a season right and trying to work your way through the whole thing so super cool yeah. ultimax came out uh on that very same day this game roots is free two versus two cross-platform multiplayer uh rocket league type game from resolution games extremely polished extremely fun extremely free and remember, you can uh, play with more than two people if you have like three or four people with the bots and stuff, or at least three, right? We played with MASH, two two versus two with a bot and one with two bots if you have more than yeah. more than two people to play. Because I, I still think two people is, um, I just think three is the sweet number. Hopefully it eventually gets to that point, but what an amazing game. And I, I can't wait to get back in there. Yeah, man. Free for all, available on Steam and Quest. Uh, pick it up today if you haven't already. Yep. Uh, and then we have the After the Fall Reclamation update. This just launched this past uh, Thursday. A huge update to the new season of After the Fall. Uh, there's a new harvest run called Downtown, um, which puts you in downtown L.A., mm. uh, searching through a couple of... Um, I mean, you start out on the streets and you end up making your way 
into a couple of uh, skyscrapers, one of which is collapsing. Uh, it's I can tell you right now, this is one of the better maps, if not the best map on the whole game. It's amazing. Yeah, super um, cool. There's a, there's a new horde mode, Twin Palms Mall, which is uh, a really interesting one because it puts you inside the mall. Um, there's a lot of entry points for, for the zombies to come at you in this, but this one's a little different because there's kind of a, it's there's two floors to it and uh you actually spend most of your time up in the, the on the second floor kind of circling and uh and moving around depending upon where the uh, zombies are coming from a lot more movement in this horde mode than the uh, previous ones yeah mash was saying it's a lot harder you know because at least when you guys they were they were talking about doing a horde mode and he said no we're not doing the the mall because they were trying to get to like as far as they could get like level 70 right so we're not getting there on this one because there's but it, to me it's cool because you want something that's harder you want something for when you progress and you're like okay i've got this where i've got three sides i want it from coming from every direction and uh that's just chaos yeah it, it's it's harder because it's new right and it's different well, so true. it's gonna and the reason why they wanted to go back to the uh the horde map they always run is because they know what to expect from it they know how to operate in that space and if you're playing for discs that's what you want now if you're playing for challenge i can tell you this mall level is awesome and it is it is a different take on the horde the horde mode mm, that's cool speaking of different takes uh there's a new mode now called mutator mode now this is something completely different roots um they spice up the existing harvest runs by modifying three rules at a time whilst making your run significantly more difficult. It in turn rewards you with the best loot that there is. Uh, so only one mutated run is active at any given time for the span of eight hours. So what they do is every eight hours they pick, a, they pick one of the harvest runs and they modify a, a few of the rules. For example, the one I played had uh, a rule set called Gunslinger. And what it did uh, was it forced you to use manual reloading. It cut your ammo stores in half. And it made the, uh, the enemies um, twice as strong. Oh, God. So a lot more difficult. Mm. But with that said... They have uh, added special chipsets uh, as a reward for making it through these runs. Mm. So you can modify your weapons and, and make them, uh, for example, you can make you, your service pistol into uh, like a one-shot kill every time. Stuff like that. So not only are the, the maps getting modified and the gameplay getting modified, but if you make it through it, you can have unique modifiers for your weapons that just basically make you uh, an overpowered Superman. So wow. uh, risk versus reward, right? Yeah, super and, cool. Um, yeah. Talk that, about a whole new level of new content. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it gives somebody like Shortstack uh, who seemed like that, like, oh man, is this hard? Like the, there's a point where the zombies weren't even getting to him, right? Um, I guess, you know, it's, it's crazy that, uh, you know, how crazy this game can be, but I guess super easy if you're on top of it, right? Yep. Over a hundred new weapon attachments to unlock. 
coming in the form of these chipsets. Customize each of your weapons to fit your playstyle, whether that means making your pistol burst fire or giving your rifle a chance to insta-kill. Each weapon you bring can have a different chipset, allowing you to create unique load sets uh, or loadouts fit for any situation. Exclusively rewarded again from the mutated runs, the higher the difficulty, the better the chipset. Mm. They're individually locked for each weapon, each gun having 10 chipsets of its own. They're costly to buy, but you only have to buy it once and you get to keep it forever. Uh, moving on, one new weapon that uh, has been added in that you don't have to do the mutated runs to get is the automatic shotgun. Um, let me tell you, Roots, this auto shoddy is fucking awesome. Like, um, yeah, it takes away the one thing that makes you not want to use the shotgun to begin with, which is that pump action, which, you know, isn't perfect in a high, you know, a high pressure, fast paced situation that, that, uh, that, that pump action is less than optimal. Well, that's all gone now and you can just pull the trigger or just hold it in, and it'll pow, 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 and just melt anything in front of you. That's crazy. Well, it sounds like everything's ramping up, so you need the guns to ramp up as well. I know uh, I saw Creeper Betty, I guess, had some one of those chips on her gun, and uh, she gave it to Z-Storm to use, and then he took it out, and then he had it. Did she lose it after that, or did she still have it in her machine, do you think? Well, what, what do you... What, what was well, well, you know, how, like you can give some, you can let somebody use your gun, and then if you make it out with it, you keep the gun, right? You keep, you yeah. have that gun with the chipset. So she did given him her gun, and then he had it. It was still in there when he got out. But I was just, yeah, wondering. yeah. You can give people your guns, but um, it well, won't unlock them for them to build them. Like just get to keep it. But you can always build another one for yourself. I gotcha. So if he loses it, he's done. He doesn't have that gun right, right? until he unlocks right, right. it himself. Okay. Oh, she did uh, the, lose it, Z-Storm said. Oh, oh, that's crazy. It must have been something that she found, though, or something like Or he says it's something that he has that she lost, so I think we just had it backwards. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, there's a new saw blade device, uh, which is a new experimental combat device. Uh, it's, a, it's another wrist device, and the way this works is kind of like the... Uh, the saw blade from Mega Man. You shoot it out, it bounces off walls, and it just clears everything in its path. Is that instead of the wrist rocket? Right, right. It's oh, a, wrist, nice. a, a wrist fire device, yeah. Okay, so can you only carry one at a time, or can you switch back and forth, or how does that well, work? You got, you got one on each arm, right? Just keep one and on you each. And you can equip them however you want. You can have the same on both hands. You can have one on one hand, one on the other. Uh, but you get three uses from a single device charge. So every time you buy a device charge, you get three shots with this thing. Oh, wow. So let me ask you this. Well, that would be kind of cool. You have one person that's got the saw blade and he's bouncing it down the hallways or whatever. Have you unlocked a chipset yet? I didn't meant to ask that before or no? Your own chipset the, version? You mean for like the mutators? Yeah, for the, have you done any mutator runs or no? Uh, no, I, I tried it one time and, and we got... I mean, we made it probably about halfway through the level, and then we fell. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's what? tough. It was tough. Like, we were really trying hard. And I didn't I didn't pull back the uh, the difficulty. You know, I kept it on Master. Oh, which God. Is, which is, yeah, it's not a good idea. Because when you're talking about mutator runs, 
a master run is is right, effectively it's, it's a nightmare run right so like the veteran would be a master run and, and so on and so forth so uh yeah we we made it we made it about halfway through the level but uh eventually we got overrun that's crazy um the saw blade thing though again three uses from a single device charge it deals a thousand damage for uh for comparison um the shotgun deals 40. oh jesus yeah <laughs> that's so, a thousand damn it that's yeah crazy. a thousand damage and it bounces um uh up to 15 times or it will kill up to 15 snowbreed so uh yeah each blade crazy uh let's see new enemies there's a new uh gunner so um we, we've got new enemy varieties now both are varieties of uh juggernaut so there's three juggernauts now the regular one there's a gunner that has a, a, a automatic rifle that it fires and then there's a a, a charger which just runs straight at you and, and kills you so we have three uh three varieties of juggernaut now and um there's a new boss there's a, a new or a new boss fight uh which is actually um shows you what the sprawl is actually coming from <laughs> you're fighting where the sprawl is coming from the source of the sprawl and uh it's interesting and different than anything else in the game it's crazy well yeah i'll tell you what this is this game has ruined most zombie games for me other zombie games just because uh most zombies don't move fast enough for me like the traditional slow moving right. zombie that's not that's not it not in vr and need i need right. they need to be coming running at you and and you get feel like you're getting overwhelmed and this game does that so well yeah anyway that, that that's the new content uh in this game now i if i wanted to keep going there's probably 50 to 100 different light items of uh you know rebalancing and quality of life updates you know bug fixes and that sort of thing uh, but you guys can all read up on that stuff yourself this is a significant update to the game uh the biggest that they've done yet and um like i said at the top of the show it actually runs uh, amazingly well although it is not perfect there is jank uh, and th there are a, a couple of fairly glaring bugs that they'll have to get worked out. Yep, they're working on it, though. Yep. Uh, Alvo VR also got a very significant update this uh, past week. As finally, Roots, finally, crossplay has been unlocked. Quest players and PSVR players can finally play together. That's good. Should have happened a long time ago on day one, but... Uh... I mean, there's always things going on behind the scenes that we have no idea. And I'm just glad they finally got it ironed out. And it's going to be so much better for everybody, right? So now they can move on. I, I feel like that now they've finally established their baseline. Now they have something that they can build on. They've got parity across the platforms. They've got everyone playing together. Now they, now they have something they can build on to make this game something really special. Yep. Uh, so now we want domination and we want capture the flag and gun game those three modes i guarantee enhance this game 100 percent. and pcvr and pcvr <laughs> well actually the pcvr probably should come first <laughs> uh and last but not least 
the granddaddy of them all, the, the one thing that people have been waiting on since I got into VR finally dropped this week. Half-Life 2 VR mod released for free on Steam. This effectively makes Half-Life 2 that's already in your Steam library uh, run like a native VR game. Uh, and you don't even have to um, mod the game like you would normally. You just download the free patch from Steam and it installs itself. And it just works and it's great. Half-Life 2 VR game of the year? Always a good mod of the year. I don't know. That's a conversation to have too. Somebody was saying that in the Discord. It's a tough one. It's like, is it a, is it a game? Is it is it its own thing? You know, I mean, it's definitely a mod of sorts. I so. think I think mod of the year is going to be the most competitive category uh, of our rewards at the end of the year. That's crazy, isn't it? So many good mods came out this Stray. year. Stray. Oh wait, that wasn't yeah. a mod, right? We played that in Google. not yet. Yeah, it's true. Not yet. That's true. But, uh, I mean, according to the video we watched earlier in the segment we did on the Unreal Injector, I mean, there's going to be a stray. I mean, we could have, uh, we will have over 100 more mods <laughs> to consider by the time 2022 show rolls around, Roots. That's crazy. I want to see the Spider-Man game, hopefully, because I want to be able to do what we talked about and, and figure out whether it's, you know, because I think a lot of it is the fact that you're looking at a screen and even though it's 3D, it's it's not as immersive as you being in there and looking around with your head and and swinging and doing, you know, I guess you wouldn't be using your hands, but I think uh, being in the world is a big difference. I think that Unreal Engine mod is going to change a lot of things. Well, we shall see. Anyway, that's what's happened so far this month we do have a couple of weeks left uh although again like i mentioned nothing quite on the horizon uh this week there is some notable stuff happening next week but we will talk about that when the time comes uh it is time for us to move on to this week's wish list slash review segment and roots I've, i thought um i thought it's about how to high time that i actually do a review we've done wish lists for probably two solid months mm. And I actually went and did a review this time. So for those of you who don't know, this is the part of the show where we ask all of you to join us right now in real time as we all go together and wishlist the game uh, in order to support the development community out there. Could be one of the games we talked about today. Could be another VR game that you've got your eyes on. Um, but it's something we can do really quickly, really easily, and it makes a huge difference to these, uh, these studios out there, especially the smaller ones. Uh, so what I did, Roots, uh, I went in right before the show and wrote a review for Death Horizon Reloaded. This game just got uh, completed, as we just talked about. It's a great game. It's one of the better co-op shooters on the Quest platform. And uh, I basically wrote a review that said just that. Gave it five stars, just doing my part to try to raise the profile of what I feel like is a great development team and a great game. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, I was, you know, as much as we like to wish list, which I do, uh, the reviews are really what I look at when I look at a, anything. My earbuds or I, I want. I'm looking at what people are saying, and so like I would recommend. Obviously, if it's something you feel passionate, if you feel really passionate about a game, that's the review one. You want to go on there and just like gush about how amazing the game is to let people tell them how good it is, bring them in, right? So, awesome. Tatum says, I think you could argue, is the Half Life Two really a mod? Or just maybe an enhancement to the old game. I don't know. 
Well, <clears throat> let me clear it up for you. One, it's not from the original developers of the game. It wasn't commissioned by the original developers of the game, but you do have to own the original copy of the game. It is by definition a modification of the original game. Uh, it's a mod by definition. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. The only difference is, is you don't have it. They've, it's been streamlined. You now download it just like you would say anything from Steam and then you run it. And, uh, but it, it's, it's, uh, something that's allowing you to take a game that exists and put it in VR, just like Luke Ross or anything else. Yeah. The, the only difference is the installation process. What it's actually doing is the same as a Luke Ross mod or a Prey Dog mod. Uh, you just don't have to do it manually by hand. Yeah. So yeah, Absolutely. it's a mod. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, that's going to bring us to our final reminder this week and every week. And that is how you can do your part to support us, our channel, our community, uh, and to help us grow. Of course, if you haven't already, the best thing that you can do is click that big red button, subscribe, but don't forget to ring the bell so that you can be notified whenever we go live here on the virtual strangers channel. If you'd like to do a little something extra, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as $3, Per month, you'll get access to our weekly show notes, exclusive content, insider updates, all for less than a dollar per week. And you also get peace of mind knowing that you did your part to help us uh, support our community, our channel, and help us grow. So, again, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters out there and everyone who donates by the various means that they have available to them. Uh, we very much appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. And of course, if you don't have any money to donate and you want to be a little more active in the community, you can do so by joining the Virtual Strangers Discord. Absolutely free. There's an invitation link down below. We're there 24-7, 365, talking about games, talking about life, hanging out, playing multiplayer. Uh, we do it all there. That's where it all starts. So uh, if you haven't already, join us on the Discord. Again, it's free. It's easy. All you got to do is click and uh, we'll see you in there. It's the OG metaverse, right? That's right. Our metaverse. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow for the VR Crewcast. Bye now. Easy.